everybody, and welcome to another episode of Too Weird Didn't Watch, the show where we make fun of movies based on nothing but their weird descriptions. I'm Brantley. I'm Albert. Brantley's reading for us today. What do you got, Brantley? Well, first up, we have Ghost Keeper. Ghost Keeper. All one word. Is it like a goalkeeper, but for ghosts? Well, that did you remember? What now? Or any psychopomp, really? What's a psychopomp? That is an entity that collects souls and passes them on to the afterlife. Like a... Like the Grim Reaper or hunter? Or a ghost buster? No. They don't pass them on to me, but they trap them in a box. That is Which, afterlife, though, right? Well, technically, once they're ghosts, it's the afterlife. Vindication! Yeah, okay, if you want... A trio of friends on a snowmobiling trip in the Canadian Rockies become lost after venturing up a trail during a snowstorm. Okay. So this is the basic premise here. We have yeah. survival situation. I'm digging this. They stumble upon a seemingly abandoned hotel lodge and decide to spend the night unaware of the grave danger that they have put themselves in. Do you think it's better if they're aware of the grave danger that they put themselves in? I mean, they have to become aware, like, halfway through, at least. But yeah. I guess with the supernatural... <laughs> I do want to see a movie, though, that's, for some reason, someone's entirely... Like, the group's entirely aware, and so they just prepare, and then they're fine. Maybe not fine, but at least, like... The beginning of Jason Goes to Hell, but with, like, the whole movie that way, and not <laughs> quite so ridiculous. The beginning of that movie's so great. Where it just, like, they know that they're going into Jason country. They bring lots of guns. I love that they set up the trap by having a, a lady, lady act like a cancer and have a naked shower and then run through the woods in her underwear. Yeah. Maybe, Throw in a towel. Well, they could be, they could have some of that sort of self-referential stuff going on. Yeah. But, like, where the, the people are actually prepared. I enjoy that idea. They had that in the No End House show that I finished watching recently where there's a guy who knows what the No End House is. He's been in already, he's going back in, and he's bringing a gun. <laughs> Continue. Right. They discover that an old woman resides in the hotel. Oh no, old people! Along with an evil... The most horrifying thing! <laughs> yeah, nice. Old age! They're spooky. And they're forced to confront their own mortality! <laughs> I mean, that is the premise of, uh... What is that movie? The uh, one with the silver flying balls. The first one. Phantasm. That's all about confronting mortality. Well, that can be done well. So, old woman in the hotel, along with an evil entity that she is keeping in the basement. It's her son! I'm assuming it's a ghost? How do you keep a ghost in the basement? Like, what are you doing? You're like, no, no, get back down there! Salt line in front of the door, because in theory, ghosts can cross salt. Can they not go through like walls salt? in this? Maybe she round the thing. I don't know. I do like the idea that it's a ghost, and it, but it's polite. Like there are rules to Stay it. Stay in the basement, okay? In theory, it could go through the wall, but that'd be rude. That would be rude. It's like the Hannibal Lecter of ghosts. <laughs> that's it for that one. Oh, yeah. It's that's it. Short. Yeah, it's very short. Don't I'm disappointed. Wait, okay. It's much. It's an old dark house, and there's a ghost in the basement. The first, like, the first ten minutes is them getting lost in the snowstorm. They wind up in the hotel, and then in, like, the first half of the movie is them being freaked out by the old lady when they discover she's there. And the rest is dealing with the ghosts. I do like, okay, so here's what I'm thinking. I'm going to flip this a little bit and say, what if we take this from the perspective of the old lady? 
Yeah, some people just showed up at her hotel. Well, maybe she's... Like, she has this ghost thing. Mm-hmm. She knows it's dangerous. But she's kept... She's gotten out as far as she can into the wilderness. Into an abandoned hotel. Like, up in the mountains. In the dead of winter. When it would be really stupid to be hiking on this trail. <laughs> she put it in the basement. She's like, okay. I think we're good. If I make it through winter, it'll be gone. <laughs> and knock, then knock, these kids show up. <laughs> well, you're old! Can't be having that. Okay, but just don't go in the basement. What's in the basement? Stupid twenty-somethings. Millennials. What's next, Bradley? Kaltiki, the immortal monster. Okay. I well, like... a little bit of spoiler for when they try to kill this thing, I guess. I like the name. It's fun to say. How, do you, how is it spelled? C A L T I K I. Okay. Kaltiki. Maybe the first letter was a K. No. Archaeologists investigating some Mayan ruins come across a blob-like monster. Oh, it's a blob. We don't get a lot of blob monsters anymore. It's a Mayan blob monster. Just in the ruins. Like you do. Is, is there a significance to it being a Mayan monster of some kind? Or is it just... Is this just where it's at? Normally when there's a... Like, if it's an archaeological thing, it's about... Like, oh, it's a ghost, and we've uncovered the trap, or the Or, like, the, the ruins, where it's, like, vines. Yeah, I guess in the ruins, that's, like, it's about how they knew about it back in the day, and the natives still know about it, and they're kind of keeping this thing... Contained. Contained as much as they can. I need to rewatch that. It's been a while. It has been a while. So, I, I maybe that's what we're talking about here, but this just seems like... Random sci-fi concept, but also shoved into Mayan ruins. ruins. Yes. <laughs> it's there. They managed to destroy it with fire. It hasn't, said, end, it, it hasn't said that it's attacked at all. Because <laughs> they saw a blob and kill it! It is the They accidentally knocked over a candle on it and immediately burst into flames <laughs> and died. So they destroy it with fire. But well, keep I a meant sample. to do that? <laughs> they managed to keep a sample. Oh, they kept the sample. Okay. Because the movie has to continue somehow from this point. Because presumably this <laughs> well, is the this setup. another super short one. They managed to kill it with fire. The end. Meanwhile, a comet is due to pass close to the Earth. This is the opening to uh, Stephen King's uh, over Maximum Overdrive. There you go. I'm glad I could think of that. You, ever, you hate, like, I hate it when I'm listening to a podcast. Because I've been on the other end of this and you're trying to think of a thing and you're like... I know, like, when you're on the other end of it, you're like, you idiot. How do you not know this? And then when you get stuck in that loop and you're like, I can't remember this really basic thing that's sort of a major, like, staple of popular culture knowledge. And for some reason, it's escaping me right at this very second when I wanted to talk about it. Why? (laughs) The same comment passed near the Earth at the time the Mayan civilization mysteriously collapsed. And then my favorite part of this uh, description, coincidence? Question mark. (laughs) They're not sure. The movie doesn't tell you. <laughs> it's just like, that's weird. It has, no, has nothing to do with the Blob Monster. Because the Blob Monster already showed up before the comet happened. Just, there's also a comet. Yeah, the Blob Monster was alive without... So are we... Is the insinuation here that if they just killed this thing all the way... I mean, it is Kaltiki the Immortal Monster. Before the comet showed up, it would have been fine. But no, they had to save a sample and then the comet showed up. I think that is just a coincidence. And like, the guy's not saying, is it a coincidence? He's like, why is this a coincidence? Help me out here, guys. Seems really weird. I know it's not connected. So random to have in your movie. All right. 
Oh, that's the end of that one. Yeah, they're caught off guard, Brantley. All right. He's sneaking up on me. Next up, we have, and I just love the title of this one, Wolf Guy. Wolf Guy? Wolf Guy. Is this a sequel to Guy from Harlem? No, this is a Japanese movie. Okay, Guy from Harlem's a sort of an old school black exploitation film. Rift Tracks has a great, <laughs> a great cover of it. The, the the best part about Guy from Harlem, really, is the movie does not take place in Harlem. Well, he's from Harlem. It's set in Miami. But they just want you to know in the title of the movie that the guy in the movie is from Harlem. Yeah, he's not in Harlem during the movies. Events. Why would he be? He's from it. But he is from there. Continue with your uh, wolf guy. Shinichi Sonny Chiba. That's an actor. That's the guy's name. Okay. Is a wolf guy. The only survivor of a clan of werewolves who relies on his feral, full moon activated superpowers to solve mysterious crimes. Once a month, apparently. Yeah, what crimes require feral, full moon activated superpowers, specifically? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who killed the other werewolves, I guess? I was going to say, like, somebody's been not paying their taxes. You didn't report to the government that you're a foreign agent. In 22 days, I'll take him down. <laughs> I'm going to get Paul Manafort, but I do have to wait for that full moon. <laughs> One night, a bizarre and bloody death in the Tokyo streets plunges him into far, a far-reaching conspiracy populated by crooked politicians. Naked white women. Whoa, are you, my interest has peaked. Bit players like Hideo Marata. A phantom tiger. <laughs> Japan! I've forgotten how much I love you. And, best of all, that's in description, a shadowy organization. No, that's like not that better. was preceded by, you know, like the... The phantom tiger was phantom the best tiger. of all. The shadowy organization is pretty normal. It's pretty like, underwhelming to end on there. Par for the course. Like, I know, I know, I know. There was this ghostly tiger, but guess what, guys? There are these criminals, but they're all banded together like in a group or something. Like a whole mob of them or whatever. Can you believe it? So yeah, so hopefully he's doing this during the full moon. From what I understand, he's just a guy. Wolf guy? Not right now, he's just guy. The full moon, he's wolf guy. Right now, he's just guy. Did they? Was there like a copyright problem with the name Wolf Man? I'm pretty sure that more, or, uh, Universal owns the copyright to that. I know that to the... But like the idea of a wolf... like okay, So werewolf, wolf man, I guess... Man wolf. Man wolf you could maybe do. Wolf dude... Wolf Bro? What, what are the other iterations of this? Wolf, Wolf Bro, Cop. Wolf Cop is a real one. Yeah, I love that movie. Wolf Bro could be fun. Could be a prequel to Dude Bro Party Massacre 3. Um, Wolf Bro, I mean, like, it's a frat comedy. It's just the dude's a werewolf and he's lazy about it. Sort of a like a sequel to Team Wolf, assuming that he's a Basically, like, a wolf. A really, I mean, that one, it's like a family thing. I don't, I've never seen Team his Wolf. His dad is also a werewolf. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just his family just carried... That. It's a puberty yeah. allegory, essentially. Yeah. Hair starts growing places. That's also. Have you seen watch Stranger Things too? No, I've just I just two days ago finished the first season. Season two has been a really like I think, in my opinion, and it's been a bit since I saw the first season. I kind of watched it when it came out, but really doing a great job of 
taking the stuff that really worked in the first season, like all the nostalgia porn, um, and like here's something that you recognize, like a name brand from the time, and then also really upping the ante on the storytelling, which I like the storytelling in the first one, but this one is like, I think next level with the thematic elements of parents trying to keep their kids safe uh, as they reach adolescence and the kids wanting their freedom and but in the context of this world ending like creepzoid thing excellent stuff really enjoying stranger things too okay that was my review of stranger things too guys we both cool. are watching that one it doesn't fit in the show but i just no. want to talk about it jabrinally i think you'll like it i'm only on episode six though i mean i like the first one so what's next next we have terror train oh man okay yes Yes, yes, I'm on board with all that. Terror and trains? Ter- yes. I'll, do you need to even ask? <laughs> yes, uh, both the terror and the trains. Is it a haunted train? Is it a ghost train? No. Why is it a ghost train? Because is it like a train made of like flesh and it's things? It's just a train. And man. chitin that like... Ugh. I was supposed to draw that for you a while ago. Never did. Have I made a flesh train? You mentioned it on uh, Human Echoes once. Okay. A college fraternity prank goes wrong, and the student ends up in the mental asylum. It went real bad, guys. Okay. Real bad. I'm I'm having a hard time here because there's a college prank. Mm Hmm. And it went wrong, and there's a mental asylum. I'm not hearing about the train yet. That's the setup. There's no terror and there's no train. Three years later, it's graduation time. And the members of the fraternity. No, from the only one of them wound up there. Okay. The rest of them have had a great time. No, yeah, they're graduating. It's been three years. They probably forgot about this guy. They probably awkwardly make George, you went crazy. Yeah, they they probably do that crap just to awkwardly. Good thing he didn't die. They would have shut us down. And the members of the fraternity decide to have a costume party aboard a train trip to celebrate their graduation. Jason on a train. That's Tell Jason me this X, is. but less lame. Or more lame. One of those. I don't know. Unknowingly to them, a killer has slipped aboard, killing them off one by one, disguised in the costumes of the victims. You know, I this is going way out on a limb here, but I bet the guy that went in the mental institution at the beginning of this movie had something to do with it. Unless that's a red. Harry. Which he just never Harry. shows up again. Yeah, no, it's just somebody who feels really bad about it and goes, we should be punished. It's so completely worthless. I hate when that... Like, or it's like the last one where it's just a coincidence. It's just, that happened and now here's some killer from Adam Leftfield. I'm watching this series on Netflix right now called um, Death in Paradise, mm-hmm. which is essentially like a fish out of water take on Agatha Christie, where there's this guy who's a Brit- like a proper British inspector, and he goes he has to go to Jamaica and investigate crimes, and they're mm-hmm. all like locked room mysteries and stuff, but the humor of the series is that he always wears a suit and like hates the food there and sort of keeps all of his proper Britishisms. As he solves crimes. Right. Like every single detail that you ever see in one of those episodes somehow like ties into the end. There's never a detail wasted. They would not have done the red herring thing with this guy being <laughs> that done in at the beginning. Is all I'm saying. Alright. Is that is that the end of this one? That's the end of that one. I'm very continue to be disappointed, Brentley. The terror drink? 
Well, no, I just want I just want more. I want more detail. Like, what is this guy doing? He's killing people. He's still in costumes. I, that, that's an interesting detail I also glossed over. They So he kills them and takes their costume? Yeah, so he's probably not stabbing them. He's probably, like, strangling them. I guess. And then, like, he could... I, I'm envisioning full face mask type costumes, and yeah. so then he can go to the next dude and be like, Oh, bro, you just went to the bathroom. I didn't think you are going to be gone that long. And then he's like, Come with me to the dining car. And they're like, wow, you sound like your throat's really messed up, but okay. Also, why are you a foot taller than you used to be? I'm not going to question this. Somehow you're still wearing the, the costume that fits, even though it was a different person. Nah. They're all exactly the same size, really. Every member of this fraternity. That's one of those details I mentioned at the beginning. Look, like, they have some real specific qualifications. They have a scene where they, they like all try on each other's height. pants. Nope, your hips are too wide. Get out of here. Your legs are too long. I want to see that. That's got to be in a movie somewhere where they try to do the thing where you like take the guard's uniform, but then the uniform they take just like is the complete wrong fit. That raises questions about Star Wars and the Hope. Like she comments that he's short for a stormtrooper, but the costume, the uniform still fits him perfectly. We blew the hole in it. Really, we found the problem. Oh, with Star the Wars. problem with Star Wars. Uh, I know. I know you have your problems with uh, with that movie. Yep. But is that it for for all you got? Yep. Well, I think that'll do it for us this week, then. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Two Weird Didn't Watch. If you like this show, you should go to patreon.com, pledge as little as $2 a month, and become a patron and get access to our patrons-only content. We just recorded another one. It was great. It was even better than this, and this was amazing. But that one was better, and you should pay us so we can buy new equipment, really. Yeah, buy a Zoom H1. Maybe I'll do a Kickstarter. That will also get no traction. I was going to say, maybe we should get patrons first before Kickstarter. Who knows? But we'll see you guys next week with another episode of Two Weird Didn't Watch. Bye, guys. Take care.